Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 324. That is three and Ricky Henderson, or maybe Kobe Bryant later on. The 24 it is. Uh, and welcome. It is a Star Wars episode here, continuing what we'll be doing till the end of October, the War of the Bounty Hunters with uh, Darth Vader and also a Jabba the Hutt book. And I hope that when you listen to this, it doesn't feel or seem like I'm so negative about this. I'm not. I actually had some issues this week, and I ended up listening to a little bit of the playback when I was editing this podcast and ended up kind of feeling like I sounded real depressed. Now, with that, I ended up having a problem earlier in the week, actually midweek, about where I was down here in the basement. I was recording some things. My wife got all freaked out that we had some flies in the kitchen and pretty much bombed them. She ended up getting the hot shot flying insect repellent and pretty much went ham on it. And all of it went through, you know, we have an older house and wood floors. All of a sudden, this was all settling on me while I was recording. And then I realized after a couple minutes of that, that I was getting very dizzy and having problems breathing. So I ended up kind of being gassed by my wife. I think she was trying to kill me and had a really, really awful week with all of that. But that didn't stop us from recording. It just kind of made things tough. And and my voice wasn't really up to par, you know, me, me, me. It, it's a little better now. It's still having some problems, though. Um, but when we go into this, please don't think that I'm really down on it. You'll hear by the end, you know, the scores and things like that. What I end up feeling, though, is I'm really and I say this later, but here's a little spoiler. I, I'm up. I'm I'm kind of worried that when you end up reading these things and going month to month, when you get that war of the bounty hunters numbered issue the main book for the event you end up having some things happen now there was a little snafu with it being pretty much the same as dr afro last month but besides that you end up having that and then the rest of the book seemed to be playing a little catch-up to that and I, i want everything to push the story and i understand not everybody's reading every book so you can't really do full out deal with but i kind of just i don't want the other books, the Star Wars, Darth Vader, Aphra, the Bounty Hunters, to play catch-up. I want things to be more of the mustard. I want the ketchup and the mustard, the relish, and the onion. I want it all. This is what I want. So, yeah, by the end, I say that, but it, it's it's almost like at this point, I'm still trying to figure out the lay of the land, still trying to figure out what the whole thing is about, what to expect each month. And I think that for me, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I think August coming up is going to be the real telltale deal of, okay, I'm fired up, let's go. And I, I kind of got that by the end of these books, even this week. I, I want to be so fired up. I want to love it. I love Star Wars. I love most of these books that we're talking about. It's just that you kind of keep taking one step forward, two steps back. It's MC Scat Cat here. And who needs that? I don't. I mean, Paul Abdul did, but I don't. Uh, but with all of that, it's just a little little snippet of what you'll get coming up. But with all of that, please go over to Twitter, and then you can tell me about things, too, and follow us at WS Marvel Comics. We have the policy, 100% follow back. If you follow us, we will follow you back. I think that's a nice thing to do. 
I think that if we all did this, it, it's almost like hands across America all over again, but it's, it's followers across the Twitters. We can make things work, people. We can by following each other. And if you have the gumption and, you know, you go through the effort to follow me and check out what I'm into, I would like to think that I want to see what you're up to as well. You know, not in a creepy, sneaky way that that sounded, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I think that the this uh, repellent's coming down again. I'm getting dizzy. Uh, but also go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you can get a ton, ton, ton of shows, a bunch of Marvel shows. One of the things is our weekly spotlight. And this week, which I'm still recording because, again, I had issues, but me and Clay got together to talk Moon Knight number one. And then I am doing a solo review of Captain Marvel number 30, which ends the Ove storyline. So that's pretty cool, right? Also, coming up in August, we'll have a, another annuals week where all of the shows will be on the Patreon only the last week of the month. So there's that. But also, the month of August, we have the Marvel Book of the Month. We have a Book of the Month Club deal. And in July, we had a DC book in August. We will have a Marvel book, and I'm still putting the poll up for that. I'll let everybody know what the book is, but it will be a Marvel one. So we shall talk about that. But with all of that, all of that going on, let's get off to talking a little Star Wars, a little bit of the War of the Bounty Hunters, starting with Darth Vader. All right, and I am here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up? What up? And we're here with two books. They're really shoving these things in here on us, and... It's too, you know, okay deals. It's weird. The pacing kind of gets thrown off by these. Now, one of them is Darth Vader, number 14. That should be pretty big, right? Mm-hmm. The idea of Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, Job of the Hut. to me, these are more like annuals uh, on a regular run. When you get to it, 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 fills, it fills in some blanks. It doesn't really, you know, I, I'm even saying you don't necessarily need to read it. If you didn't want to, and I I even saw a bunch of reviews, only one review said that it was like the greatest thing somebody's ever read and that it's a must read. The others are just like, well, you kind of find out a little what happened. You find out that the doctor with the carbonite matrix, he got a little drunk. You know, you end up finding out that this new villain, this, uh, you know, bird lady type Mm -hmm. assassin likes to eat people (laughs) and that she goes from Jabba to actually then cue into the Crimson Dawn. That's how they were aware of Han and the Carbonite and and Boba and all that stuff. And when we do get to that, we'll try not to say pup too many times. Because it is is crazy. Now, the Darth Vader book, and it is Darth Vader number 14, written by my man Greg Pak. And, And the thing is, I was reading this, and I didn't, when I go to read them before we do the show, I don't look at the, you know, the creative teams because we, we've been doing these books. I kind of know Greg Pak is on Darth Vader. For some reason, I went back to check because it, it felt a little off to me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just the the pacing I thought was a little off in this. And I guess maybe you're, you're stuck with the idea of already seeing Darth Vader show up at the auction and say, hey, you know, I'm here to, to take this Han Solo deal. And it's it's kind of a letdown seeing a little yeah. bit of what led to it. And I thought I, it was going to pick up from there. I didn't. Know yeah, I thought that back. we were going to have some cool stuff here with yeah. Darth Vader wrecking house, maybe even seeing Afra, all that. Now I know you're going to save some of that stuff, 
for the other books, including the Afro book and the War of the Bounty Hunters. But, you know, they kind of have been double dipping. And, yep. and if we saw a little here and then had to wait three weeks for the others, that's not as bad as double dipping like they did last week. Same week. In the same week. So yeah. I actually thought we were going to get more of a focus on Darth. Instead, we really focus on Sly more. And I don't know. The more I see and read of Sly more, the less I want to see and read of Sly more. I'm not really that interested, but it's okay. I mean, here's the deal. Ochi is there to laugh the whole time. He may make mm-hmm. giggle. I mean, he's there, you know, just laughing shade-wise in the background most of the time. Um, but this does set up some of the things that happen. We find out, you know, who ended up sending IG-88 to kill that. And really, anything I say, it all leads back to Sly Moore. So I don't know why I'm even, you know, pretending that it doesn't. But again, it is Darth Vader number 14, written by Greg Pak, Rafaela Ianco on art, Jason Keith on colors, VCs Joe Caramagna on letters, Darth Vader were the bounty hunters, the blade behind the curtain. After Exegol, Darth Vader understands the true might of the Emperor's power. Vader must destroy Luke Skywalker, the one threat to his restored position. But other scheme in the shadows and the dangerous Crimson Dawn Syndicate rises to challenge the galactic power structure. Vader's brought Boku the Hut to heal and foil an assassination attempt by a GVN. Who hired the deadly droid to kill Darth Vader? Well, we find out. And we find out where IG-88 finally, you know, things seem to start computing with him. And he's like, I'm done. Like, I, they, they try to get him again. Like, hey, IG-88, let's get yeah. now. <laughs> you know, I'm done with this nonsense. But in the meantime, you know, the emperor who is, you know, pulling strings left and right and all over the place that we know ends up going and being told by the emperor. You know, Sly Moore is told, you failed. You ended up, she even says, I failed. I didn't kill him. I didn't destroy Lord Vader. And the emperor's like, of course you failed. And then just walks away laughing. <laughs> and it, it's such a, it's almost like the idea of losing your job or somebody breaking you up by text because she starts following and, you know, the, the well, grand Where are you vizier. going? Yeah. What, what are, are you, you doing? doing? This, oh, is my, this is my favorite part. Yeah, it is. I'm going to the palace. Oh, no, <laughs> no. Like, you're not going to the palace. You have to go to the pre-screen department. And she's like, well, wait a minute. That's a task for a sub-administrator. And he's like, yes. Yes, it is. And then goes <laughs> off and stands next to the emperor as they go up. It's such a badass thing as they go up on the elevator that's all exposed now. And she goes down and they do a pretty good job of showing, like, and this is pretty boring. This is not the yeah, stuff that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But Red tape. it does help her hear the name of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The idea that, you know, there's word, hey, there's this big, you know, council deal. There's this big auction and, you know, all these things. And there's a captured rebel guy. You know, the thing is, though, this was something that, you know, Darth Vader himself and the Emperor, they they had set up themselves on Bespin, but I guess, you know, word didn't fully get around, but the idea that there is a Crimson Dawn is back and they're having an auction for Han Solo. The name Skywalker comes up and then you end up where this, I thought was a little, again, disjointed a bit where you have Slymore go off and she's walking around. She looks up at at the Imperial symbol. She goes through some crowds and then she goes to see the schematics of Darth's armor. Because at the very beginning, we see Darth has got his armor restored. That That's kind of a big thing. But we kind of, I don't know, we saw him when he showed up at the council. And neither me or you thought, oh, my God, thank God he's got his real eye. Because it's just him. Mm-hmm. And 
So she's looking, she's getting some of his invuln, you know, the things that are vulnerable and things like that. The Grand Vizier comes down. It's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, oh, oh, uh, hey, I'm just checking out some of the schematics. And like, why are you looking at Darth Vader's, you know, armor schematics? And well, you know, I, I want to make sure that it's okay. And then just kind of comes clean and says, hey, we're all Sith here, right? We're always trying to stab each other in the back. He's like, oh, no, no, we're not Sith. We, we just, you know, serve she's them. She's like, you she's might like, not be. Yeah. And she's like, whatever. <laughs> she's giving him the, the push, you know. All yeah, she's like, got her hand up yeah, doing yeah, mind tricks yeah. on him. And he's weak. And it's he's kind of funny. For it. Yeah, because he's what he is. Now, I like the setup here because you realize what she's doing. And then she tries to do it with Garth later, and that is not going to work. But at least, you know, you, you got it set up. And, yeah. You'll you'll remember none of this. He's like, oh, of course. So remember what? <laughs> It'd be funny if they're laughing. And she goes off, but she ends up having you know this downloaded deal, like a little zip drive, and then you get again, you get like the Ocean's Eleven handoff, Hand James off. Bond deal of all these different characters to then get it to IG eighty. I swear to God, where they end up with that droid, it, you know. Probably is two feet away. All this might take place, I'm saying, <laughs> within a square foot range of like eight feet. They're all just running into each other. But then she ends up inviting them all to the garden at the administrative temple. And I, I do like this. The idea, like these guys and gals and robots and whatnot, they, they don't want to be seen together. They don't want to be seen. Like they all think they've been called individually when they all show up. Like, what are, what are we doing? I mean, if we get seen, oh my God, Darth Vader, all these things. She's like, no, no, no. We need. More people We need to have You know A force If we gather all the people We can take all this down Something that You know Even Darth and Ochi Even say At one point Because it's true But nobody will You know Team up Nobody will will Mm -hmm. Risk their lives For this IG-88 I like when he just Shows up And he's like Yeah I'm out Like what What do you mean You're out You know You fought Vader Yourself Didn't you And now you have this He's like Yeah he's more than armor I'm done (laughs) And I like when he says his abilities transcend technology. And uh, while this is going on, again, this is so, in my mind, things just, they don't flow very well. Especially because you have, like, these real close-ups of face and, like, listen, you know, we we can gather together. Why is there so much fear? We don't need to do this. All of a sudden, IG-88 gets sliced in half by by Darth Vader. Ochi's at the, hey, what's going on? Ochi's (laughs) hanging with him. And... Yeah, everybody's running to the temple, and they're they're going. They're Everyone like, we're already we're, dead. We're already yeah, dead. yeah, they're like we're done. Yeah. They get in there now. That's the thing, Slime. More because of this idea, of the schematics and things like that. She has that, you know, toggle switch and stuff to freeze his armor. But this is something from before, even with IG eighty eight. So Darth Vader, oh, she's like, are you an idiot? You think that he's not going to end up? We just got new armor. I mean, we're not going to be able to be fooled by this, which threw me off a bit because I thought she really just got. That like more info from the schematics because this does not work. Then I thought she had her arm cut off, but it actually looks like it's just her hand is like hurt, a like just damaged a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. thought she chopped off when she was holding it, maybe. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think That's she just what got I it. Thought, but I'm seeing this. I mean, why would you hold it like that? It just seems like it's a little sliced. And yeah, she tried to use the force on him. It's so funny. It's like. Your master was once mere flesh and like, yeah, screw off. You can't do that to me. She would have to know better than that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so too. And they, they just go, you know, I'm a Sith. You can't bend my will. 
And then, hey, there's fear. Well, you're the one who's in fear. Yes, I am. But also you will be because I know that there'll be fear from Skywalker. I can say, like all this goes back and forth for her then say, hey, I have this, you know, ticket here that I can go to the auction. I will win Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, when right. Han Solo from, you know, the whole deal. And then you'll get Luke Skywalker. He'll end up, you know, following you wherever Han Solo goes. That's where Luke ends up. And then you can take care of him because you're the, afraid of him. All this going on. And that's how we see. It's like all this is just set up to see why Sly and the Empire was there. When we just assumed the Emperor had sent her because it's Han Solo and he makes them look bad and let's get him. But this is a little bit different with that, though. She is with all of these imperial, you know, higher ups and Mm -hmm. like, what does the emperor think of this? Because you end up where she's not even in my mind in a position anymore to just go off and do things. And Darth, he's kind of still in a precarious position, but she goes to get him for Darth. But the problem is, is there's that problem. And, And this is the one thing that I'll give it some credit for, because we were like, why is this Boku hut yes. going against Jabba? Why does he? Because that's pretty ballsy. We thought it was because he was the up and comer. Yep. And he was just like, I'll show you. Well, we see that, you know, Vader and uh, they have pretty much finagled that this guy is, you know, this other hut Boku is going to outbid or at least run the price up and try to get it from yep. Jabba so that it's out of the range of Sly. Now, how does that help Darth? Because of the idea that he was going to get. Now, again, everybody's backstabbed and things like that. But then at the end, Darth just shows up anyway. I mean, it, it's so odd, a whole deal with this of, you know, what everything is going on. It helps on Darth and, because Boku is now going to be in trouble with Jabba and Jabba is going to kill him. Well, yeah, yeah. He's going to kill him. But I so mean, it eliminates him. I don't know how much Darth really worries about Boku the Hutt. Probably not, but he, you just know wants to get, he just wants to yeah. kill him. You know? The problem is, is in my mind, you would think that this would be full out 100% more of the Crimson Dawn running up the Annie, running up the thing and eliminating some competition. Dark just comes in and I guess the whole play was just so that Sly Moore is humiliated. That's pretty much what OG mm-hmm. says. You know, why would Vader do this? To make you look like a fool. Yep. To, to make you less. Because remember, this really, in my mind, a lot of it goes back to Darth was getting beat down. And he saw this woman, you know, acting all smug. Remember when he even asked Ochi earlier, like, what's up with her? When they had that first deal where he was torn apart and things. Mm -hmm. And I think that he might be just eliminating anybody who saw him, like, down and out like that. And like, I'm just going to make you look like a fool. Now she's going to be like a janitor. I mean, this is. But again, does this make her look bad? To the emperor, because I don't know how much he's even, but who knows? Everybody's involved with everything uh, on both <laughs> sides of things, but yeah. Darth's clearly toying with her. You just kill yeah, her in Darth's two seconds. Just but... being, because Darth ends up, and, and it's funny too, because at that one point we mentioned that the shuttle was probably Darth's when you ended up having Boba, but we weren't sure because it also could have been Sly's or whatever, you know, the Imperial deal, but it does look like it was his. He comes in, they're like, hey, uh, you, you need an invitation, <laughs> and then I'll panel, ah! <laughs> and you see him. Darth is just flinging guards and everything out. And and the funny thing is, is Darth is the one, like Crimson Dawn, what the hell does he care, right? I mean, yeah. he's like, I'm done. Also, even with that, the connection of the Darth Maul to the, you know, the original deal with the Crimson Dawn may be something that Darth might think, you know, 
screw you, Crimson Dawn. Like, I'm in charge now. Like, mm-hmm. this might be more of that. This might be Darth saying, yeah, I'm going to get Han to, to lure Luke in again. I mean, he already did. Again, the, the play is the exact same thing he already did. He, he had Luke and Leia to draw you know, Luke there. Then he ends up freezing Han. Now he's going back. So you can kind of shake your head and say it's kind of the same deal. In the meantime, like, you know, maybe he should have kept a hold of, you know, Han maybe or something. But with that, I think maybe he'll have a little bit going with the Crimson Dawn as well. As he walks in, you see the Crimson Dawn banners and things like that. And that's where I think that also it was, you know, the play where you saw the Imperial banners before where Sly was walking. Now you see the Crimson Dawn banners. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Darth may say, screw you guys. I'm in charge of all of you now. And, you know, I'll bring you down. And then... Then it actually makes it even more intriguing of that Darth was thinking ahead even before. And that's why with Boku and stuff like that. But who knows? But yeah, then, hey, Darth's here. We know that. So it's catching up to, you know, Aphra and the War of the Bounty Hunters, too, which, again, drives me nuts. But it it was okay. I mean, the pacing and the idea of coming out of that War of the Bounty Hunters, too. Again, I'll keep mentioning, even though it was a repeat, but... Some of the things were cool. We had that huge cliffhanger. There's Darth, Aphra's freaking out, all that, just to go back and see that, you know, Sly was trying to work her moves and, and trying to, you know, betray Darth and trying to screw him over. Um, now we get the next issue, and, you know, it looks like, again, there's a big battle going on. Darth, there's Ochi firing away. So we'll see. We'll see if it is the Red Wedding. We'll see. <laughs> but with this, I'm going to give it a 7 8. I, 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 the art's okay. You know, it, it's it's as good as it is and whatnot. It's the art just, looks great on that last one. Yeah, yeah. I, I need more, like, I don't know. This is where we're running into some things with these books of it being so long. It's going till the end of October. So I know that everything can't be balls to the wall, but I don't want to have this idea where I'm starting to worry that you get that we're the bounty hunters numbered issue at the beginning of the month. And then the rest of the books catch up to it. Then we get the four. Then the rest of the books catch up to it. I, I want to see some things going on in all the books. And I understand Greg Pak's trying to fill in the blanks. And that's what you're seeing. But that, to me, it's not as exciting. And it kind of pushes it back a little. It's like a half step back. And I hope that that isn't something that's going to continue. What would you give it? Eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's fine. I, I just think it makes more of the Bounty Hunters number three more exciting, I guess, to see what's going to actually happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it ends with pretty much the the same cliffhanger minus about three minutes. You know, Darth has to make his way to the main chat and yell out that he's there. So it, it still does, you know, push that deal of Darth and what's going to happen. Uh, now we'll, we'll move on to the Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters Job of the Hut. And again, I, I have the same opinion of this. I said it's more like an annual. It's not necessary, but it fills in some blanks and like some of the blanks. Hey, what did that doctor do? Mm-hmm. You know, how did the Crimson Dawn find, you know, Han Solo and Carbonite? And I don't know. We're, we're a little past the doctor thing for me to really worry about it and wonder what happened. But at least you see it, I guess. You also see <laughs> that Jabba pretty pissed off. He doesn't want to go off to, to space. He doesn't want to have to go and, and win what he thought was his, which I thought that that was okay. Um, but you get pretty much Deva Lompop, we said, a, a bird alien who likes to eat people, and Boba Fett, who she keeps calling Pop, and even Jabba, 
calls him pup. Uh, I figure that they're saying that to really piss him off, but yeah. you end up having it being, like I said, War of the Bounty Hunters, Job of the Hut number one, written by Justina Ireland, who is an author of some of the High Republic books I saw. Uh, I think this might be their first comic book. I That's all I can find is this one. So Ibrahim Roberson on art present day, Luca Bazzari art flashback, Edgar Delgado colors present day, Giada Marchisio on flashback colors, DC's Arn Island Mayor on letters and production. You said it to me and I agree fully. The art isn't that much different between the present and the flashbacks. And I think that that was a, a misplay. They end up seeming very similar. You can figure it out mm-hmm. as you go, but it does make it again a little disjointed as you're going. Uh, but, you know, not going page for page with this, but the idea is that Jabba, he ends up having a bunch of people in his employ, including the pup Boba Fett. But also this Deva Lompop who has a debt, a blood debt, it seems he says. And I, I do like the part where Jabba's like, come slither with me, Boba. And they start talking <laughs> as they're going. He's like, you know, trust. Uh, that's not something I deal with. It, it makes sense for Jabba. He ends up pretty much, and, and it really goes in with, say, somebody like Dengar, where they end up having his lady. That's what's going to keep yep, him up. faithful. Yep. Because he says, you know, being faithful, trust that you can't go with that. You need people to owe you stuff and you need them to be able to do. But the thing is, Job is setting up the trouble himself with Deva because it's one of those she has a debt. She's never going to she's never going to be out of it. He keeps changing it. He keeps saying, you know, hey, you know, you do this and you're done. And then when it's done, like, hey, I'll call you when I need you again. And she's like, what? Yeah, he's, I thought, being a, yeah, he's being a jerk. Jerk, yeah. And, you know, we don't know necessarily, you know, exactly what happened, what they have. But we do see that, you know, Deva gets to go off and do other things. And what she then does is pretty much, I mean, pretty much betray Jabba by getting information she gets from being, you know, Jabba's dealing in the palace and hearing things and using that to get the Crimson Dawn. So it's a lot of the fill-in of how the Crimson Dawn got Han, how this was played out, and also setting up this Deva long pop of being pretty bad, but she's going to be in a bunch of the one-shots for all these, you know, the the bounty hunters, the, you know, four Lomzuckus, the mm-hmm. IGD, like she's in all those we saw. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have many feelings either way. She's okay. He's like, you like her outfit she comes out with? with oh, yeah. It's funny because it's like punk rocker. Punk rocker. Because she's there in this, like, you know, robes and things. And they have a job. There's a job. And this also goes with Baku. But that kind of doesn't play out because he's already skedaddled. Yeah. And, yeah, there's this idea that there's this, you know town that has been taken over by Boku and his guys and Jabba wants to go and say you know we're going to give them a lesson and whatnot and it's going to be you know handled by Deva but Boba's going to go I want Boba you go with them and he goes and that's when you have Deva walk off and then come back as punk rocker assassin (laughs) and like hey what would life be without surprises and you know that Boba's like really like this this is what we're going with but yeah they go off, and you see in the now of then this all takes place before like the current deal anyway. Yeah, so before the the, the, the prelude yeah. issue. And that I don't know why like that's where it gets me with the now is actually still 
from a month or so before, but you do see that Deva was on Nar Shada. They got word of, you know, Boba. And that's the thing. Boba stopped contacting them at one point. So she was sent out to figure out what's going on. But with that, she also, you know, doing her own thing and informing the Crimson Dawn. But yeah, we go to this job, though, that they're doing in the past, you know, pretty much to get this guy, this, you know, this guy who is hooked up with Boku. And it ends up that this guy is like a former lover of the, it. It, it yeah. ends up, like I said, it, it doesn't really do much except maybe set up the idea that Boba might be pissed at her in the, you know, if we see them cross paths at points, especially if he finds out that, you know, he lost Han because of that. Um, yeah, but really, you, you don't get too much. You end up where they end up in this town. It seems deserted. There's a bartender. They go in. And the guy that they're supposed to get ends up, and I, I felt bad for the bartender. If the, you think the bartender owns the bar, you think that that's you know the bar because this, <laughs> this jerk off comes, you know, doesn't even use the rips door. through the wall. It's like the Kool Aid Man. Yeah, rips through the wall. You're like, oh yeah, it's like oh, you yeah. looking for me? <laughs> I'm like, really? If I'm the bartender, why, why are you doing this? And it's Jarm Brock is the guy's name. Jarm. Uh, they ditch, <laughs> and he has a bunch of guys with them. And, and again, there's some fun little things, but it plays off, like I said, like an annual. Like you don't really need this, but you get 100% some things. Hundred percent annual. Like, yes. Yeah, Darman's like, "Hey, uh, Boba, can you hold your breath for pretty long? How how long can you hold it? <laughs> well, pretty long." She ends up throwing this smoke bomb deal. You see this guy kind of die from it, and then Boba is running out. It's like, why did I need to hold my breath when that was a flesh eating or flesh he melting looks like bomb? The guy from uh, RoboCop when he gets yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's funny because then she says, "Oh, I just wanted to know." And maybe uh, that'll play out later. I don't know what'll play out later. It's I think it's when goofing. she stabs him with uh, Gabby's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. claw that she has. She's like, yeah, uh, really. Gets that. And, uh, Wolverine clone. Yeah, really. Because they end up where Boba goes off to get Jarm while you have uh, her going and, you know, taking care of people and possibly eating them because she, she likes to do that. And, uh, yeah, Boba ends up getting this Jarm, gets it. And, has some capture, but that's when you end up having her turn on Boba, ends up stabbing him and poisoning him. And I thought that there was weird. I thought the art was off there because he ends up like almost like he's hovering there on that one panel. But before that, I swear to God, he sets her whole body on fire. But then it oh, looks yeah. like only her arms on fire and a little singed feathers on her head. I'm like, I don't know. She looked completely engulfed. And it's again, just like Johnny Storm right there. Yeah, yeah, really. Or, or the Phoenix. Yeah, the yeah, Phoenix. You end up where, again, though, every, every issue, Boba's got to, he's got to burn somebody. He does it all. It's like, I guess that, and you even get the jetpack in this, but I guess that's like the big, you know, wow moment because it's, you know, And when so he big. shoots his rocket. Yeah, yeah. The rocket's weird when he bends because he's got to bend over the shoulder. It's all weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, and I wish that at one point he ends up shooting the rocket and it doesn't disattach, you know, unattach. And he ends up just flying into a building. Oh, no. And it blows up. Yep. Yeah, even that where you have this Jarm who, again, ex-lover, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you came back to save me. This is awesome. I actually am working for the Crimson Dawn Deva. And it's great, and that, you know, gets her the idea of what she can do and whatnot. And then she pretty much eats them. And, and I'm like, I, I, what? Because he's like, oh, this is great. Oh, well, where's everybody else? And he's like, oh, well, they either, you know, left or they had to join us. We did this. Now, with that, 
There were a bunch of people who he was with before. Anyway, I, I was wondering why she just doesn't find those. Um, but you know, maybe they all got flesh eaten gas. I think dead, yeah, yeah I, I only saw that one guy though, and and they were really pushing. These other the guys idea. were driving the speeder. They're dead. Yeah, yeah. But remember, at one point they were behind, and it was spelled out: "You guys are done. You're so overwhelmed here." Uh, I mean, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the one scene. So maybe yeah. they all got blown up. But uh, yeah, she eats him, takes his head, and says, "When Jabba says, why, why did you just bring me the head?" And she's like, "Well, I couldn't eat it. It had horns. I didn't like it." Uh, and so you <laughs> have that. But again, you go then to see in the present of her finding the doctor that did fix the matrix, fix the. Uh, carbonite matrix she, he's just a joke. like i didn't get him to be this big player you know making it rain in the club because i just thought he was, but there he was he was just bragging about stuff and that's what I, happens you start bragging you're gonna get killed so i do want to point out one of my favorite things that people say is it's uh so i says i says i love when they when they write that yeah. hey i says them so today. i says door i says yeah yeah <laughs> so he's sitting there he's getting drunk i like too where she shows up and like hey there Big boy, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing, and pushes the other lady. It's <laughs> not like, get out of here, lady. And I'm like, why doesn't he just sit with them both? Yeah, you know, there's plenty of hands to go around with that dude. I don't know. Uh, the other one's like a rock monster or something. Nah, this one's yeah. a featherhead. Oh, yeah. You know, though. I the thing is, a lot of people seem to know. Well, he doesn't. I guess that's the play. He's like, man, I haven't seen anything like you because if he knew, he'd know that he might be eaten. Yep, within two seconds, but she gets him drunk, possibly drugged up, and uh, yeah, she goes and gets the info, goes to Destig, it looks like, and says, hey, here's here's where he is, go get him, and away we go, and you end up even, you know, the idea, oh, well, you know, our mistress will love this, and we'll, we'll have that going on, and then one of the best panels, though, is that you end up having Boba is invited to the auction, Mm-hmm. Which then the best is the cliffhanger when he freaks out. He's just screaming, you know, he, he just yelling. And Salacious Crumb is like, holy crap. Like he's grabbing yeah, his pants. He's going off. He doesn't wear pants, though. But he's like, ready my ship. Woe to all those stand in my way. I will lay claim to Han Solo myself. That green stuff just flying out of you his You never mouth. see Jabba get that animated. No, he's look like at how upset out. he is. He's yeah. freaking out. His arms are flailing around, yeah. right? Holy moly. Uh, but yeah, with that. <laughs> That that sets up Java. I mean, this sets up things. Uh, but you're setting up stuff, some of it which we did a month and a half ago. And so it's what it is. You, you get to fill it in. If it's me suggesting things to people, I would say that if you if you're gonna collect everything, you're gonna collect everything. But if you're there and you're like, I need to see every nook and cranny, I wanna know like me and you, you even said, I, man, Jabba, he doesn't go far or places, whatever. I just mm-hmm. took it as, well, this is important. But if you want to see him yell that he's leaving, you get that. If you want to see how that doctor ended up, even though at the point, I swear to God, that they came in and shot the doctor while he was there. But that's me from before. And maybe I'm thinking of a different. Yeah, I but thought I he kinda, was shot, too. Yeah, I kind of remember him like, hey, what's going on? And he All was done. He got hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but now they got him drunk. I, I, and maybe that was just he. They say like the deal, you know, Tamari's going to wish he was dead. Well, maybe that was like the wink, wink that then tomorrow. But why get him drunk? But they did get the info. Maybe that was just it. She went and got the info and they went. 
and then they went and shot him the next day. Yeah. Uh, but it it wasn't made clear, and it's it's from before like a while ago. So you kind of get this. Okay, you get Jabba's. You know, he gets his invitation. Things like that. So, I mean, it, it does fill in some blanks. You get to Boba being called a pup, which infuriates me, you, and Boba, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, yeah, just about that. But, again, I, I'm going to be at a 7 for this. The art's pretty good. I wish that it was a lot different, though, a little different for well, the – Well, the present time art, in my opinion, is a lot better than the past. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. really it's got it's really a little good. different coloring too, and yeah, it's, it's a little more detailed and yeah, it's a little detailed and a little more gritty the way it less looks. Cartoony, the, yeah, the one is a little more cartoony. You can tell it just it's not crazy different. So yeah, it's almost I like the pages okay. should be a different color or something. Yeah. I don't know yeah, uh, something something do. or at least put you know they do put now and present things, but I, again, I, sometimes it took I just me wish a little they, to jump. I just wish they put it in the right order. Like, yeah, tell yeah. the first story, the present story, then tell the past story. Yeah, Two they separate get, things. They, get, they fancy. get fancy. I know. They yeah, can't help so themselves. They get fancy. And, and I think that the play is you're supposed to see how badass she is with Boba. And Boba relied on her and she turned on him. And then, But in the present, that really doesn't play out. It's just more of the Crimson Dawn. You could have had that first part and then just leave. With Jarn saying, hey, I work for the Crimson Crimson Dawn, huh? And then you see her go off and do that. But, yeah, they're trying to be fancy. So, uh, seven for uh, me. What would you give it? Seven, five. Just because I did appreciate the art a little bit more, I think, yeah, than the yeah. present. Then you get the job. It's, it's not a bad get, issue yeah. for a first-time writer for comics. Yeah, it seems. that. Like I said, that's all I could find. Maybe I'm wrong or whatnot. No, I think you're right. Yeah. And it's yeah, a first-time appearance of this uh, – this, um, yeah, Deva. Yeah, yeah, Deva. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And, and like I said, she's going to be in a bunch of the other, you know, number one issues with the bounty hunter. So we'll see her doing her thing. Maybe she'll try to eat IG88 before she realizes he's a robot. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but that is that. So everybody, thanks for listening. Still into it. Like I said, I I like the. You know, the Darth Vader a little more than you get a little flavor here. I don't mind because at least we didn't get double up again. I'll keep saying that until it's, the end of time. Uh, so it's it's okay. But both issues kind of step back to give you info to get to what we already had last week, which is kind of a shame a bit. But what's weird, we too, because then it says next issue for Zom and Luckus, Zuckus. Yeah, yeah. Like so, these are kind of like separate. I think these kind of are things. like separate, like annuals. I think that yeah. this story goes through like these, where we'll see all these different. But yeah, you end up having. But even then, it is funny. Like you do have the Darth Vader. It's next issue is you know War of the Bounty Hunters three, and then we'll go with that. But in between, we so maybe do it's a have, separate story that goes Jabba, Forlom, Boosh, yeah. and then I IG-88. think it's more of the uh, like let's set it up, right? Let's. Set yeah. how they get there and and whatnot, but you know, because we'll even have, as you just said, you know, Princess Leia doing her nonsense and and stuff. We'll get but to it see looks how like they ended up at the the event, yeah, the auction, yeah, yeah, yeah. So or what they're doing and whatnot. What because doing, by yeah. then, I think the auction will be done. So we might be having something elsewhere. You know, they're going. I I would say that next month you're going to get pretty much the next thing is the auction's going to go to hell. It is what I oh, would yeah. think, but yeah, it's gonna they're gonna have some troubles there. But uh, yeah, next week it looks like we have at least the uh, Star Wars, and I think we might have another one. I was looking into it, and there was a weird deal where there seemed to be a change of something, but that happens. But I I'm hope not because it needs to be Star Wars, and then we need to start with War of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, August. I hope so. 
Uh, I'm gonna. I'm looking right now just to make I sure if not. I can find it. We're gonna look here. Let's see. Uh, 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 uh. We have next week Star Wars say Doctor fifteen and High Republic, which we're not. Okay. So we just have Star Wars. That's cool. Yeah, Perfect. that's cool. <laughs> we have that. But Star Wars number fifteen next week. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back. Next week with that, continuing with the War of the Bounty Hunters for months to come. <laughs> and yeah, still into it. So yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. And when we're not into it, I want to just explain too the idea of a seven and a seven eight that may seem negative to some people. It's not. No, that not is at all. still by uh, for me. That's still, it's just that I wanted a little more. Uh, you know, the landscape of reviewing nowadays is everything's the best thing everybody's ever said. If we get more, we can easily issue. do nine or nine five if it's really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hope that we get that. I hope that yeah. the uh, Star Wars deal would be pretty cool. And then, yeah, we'll go into the War of the Bounty Hunters number three coming up, and that'll be really cool to see what goes down of that whole, uh, you know, auction and what Darth Vader's up to. So that's cool. I. I'm looking forward to that and thinking that that's going to actually get me pumped up again. That is Mm -hmm. me being optimistic. So, everybody, if you want to follow us over on the Twitters, it is WS Marvel Comics. And if you follow us, we'll follow you back. And then you can check out our Patreon to help out these podcasts on this feed, as well as our DC and manga podcast. And then if you sign up at patreon.com slash weird science, you get a ton of other shows as well. Uh, so check that out. And with that, thanks for joining me, Matt. And we are out of here.